What's up, everybody? Welcome to another great episode of the Get Out of Your Own Way Now show. And today I have a special guest. His name is Aaron Jackson. And Aaron and I actually met through uh, e-commerce, um, like mastermind or group. I'm not really sure if it's a mastermind per se, mm -hmm. but I guess we could call it that. Um, and started chatting, um, you know, and we just kind of connected through there. And then we've been connected through a couple other places out in the world of just people that uh, our circles travel together in. And so um, he actually posted on, on his social media uh, that he was looking to get on podcasts. I was like, oh man, like, um, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna steal his thunder of his story, but I feel like he's got a lot to share and a lot of value. As you know, this is all about helping each and every one of you guys get out of your own way. Uh, and if we get to learn something along the way, not only about that, but about business or anything in that nature, we do that too. So I'm excited to have him on for him to share. So Aaron, let him uh, hear you, see you, all that good stuff. Thank you, Bobby, for that great and fantastic uh, introduction, man. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's been, it's been quite, quite the, uh, quite the journey. I mean, the fact that, that your podcast is called "Get Out of Your Own Way" is like almost like priceless. It's spot on for me because it's been, it's been quite the roller coaster, man. Uh, I mean, it's had its ups and its downs, its dark times and its bright times. And like you said, we met through uh, e-commerce and also through uh, met up again at Cole Hatter's house, like uh it's it's like i said it's been a roller coaster and yeah. uh i mean getting started and everything it's been it's been actually like kind of like an interesting journey uh especially well, share that with us. like so for my viewers to know a little bit more about you like tell me more about tell them more about who you are where you've been and, and let's dive into some of that i think it's going to be interesting for folks to hear okay uh well starting off and everything uh growing up i mean I never really made the best decisions and all that. I mean, uh, and also on top of that, I grew up with a lot of medical issues because not many of you know, but uh, about dwarfism, but there's many different types of dwarfism. The type that I have is called achondroplasia. And it typically has like shortening of arms and legs and also uh, leg issues. And throughout my entire life, I was constantly battling uh, issues with my left leg and to the point where I spent three years in a wheelchair and it really, it really made me understand like on how much people are not there for you on how much you have to be there for yourself. Mm. Cause I mean, there'd be like literally times uh, where I would like drop my pencil in class and then nobody would get it for me. So then I just had to start carrying multiple pencils in order to solve my own problem. Hmm. And it really, you really understand uh, the aspect of flying solo when those times come. And then right after that, because uh, I had to have a leg straightening surgery because I was basically in a wheelchair and I couldn't walk for almost three years. And uh, right after that, I became a drug addict due to those surgeries. So it's, I mean, like I said, it's been quite the roller coaster. And then needless to say that uh, I finally got clean for quite a few years later and then went off to college and it's, it's always been interesting growing up because since I'm like literally the only dwarf in my family, uh, mm -hmm. it's always been ingrained in my mind that I can't do anything on my own. I have to be guided by somebody else's hand and not being able to make a decision. You really don't have any form of self-confidence whatsoever and uh, going through going into college i mean i was getting i mean granted yeah i graduated and everything 
uh, with a bachelor's in mechanical engineering. But in the journey through that process, uh, I mean, there is, I was in, I was within a fraternity and, uh, needless to say, it really showed me on how shallow so many relationships are on hmm. how you have to be there for yourself and kind of fast forwarding a bit. Uh, I was, I, once I graduated, I got a job as a project manager and a mechanical engineer, uh, well, a research and development engineer, basically the same thing, just a different name. <laughs> uh, and, I'm one that's very observant because uh, I always view anything, any and all situations in first, second, and third person. Uh, hmm. And when I was working at the company, it's called Yargus Manufacturing out of Marshall, Illinois. Uh, I was seeing, I mean, yeah, it was paying the bills and all that. Yeah, I was making good money. But at the same time, like I was seeing where I was going to be in 30 years uh, if I stayed there unhappy, unhealthy, and well, basically broke in a sense, cause, uh, well, needless to say that, that, that career has a very limiting cap on top of it. And I was just never satisfied. And then fast forwarding a bit to 20, 2007 or 2017, my dad ended up dying on uh christmas well december 23rd and my christmas present was pulling up the carpet uh from where he died and uh needless to say basically ever since that moment it's reminded me of like all the dark times that i've had because uh, throughout my entire life i've always struggled with suicide i've always struggled with depression i've always struggled with anxiety uh and I mean, it might sound shock, uh, shocking up to this point, but there's been uh, up to this point, there's been 11 times where I've attempted suicide. Wow. And it's the the power to be, be able to like say that and not like break out into like tears and everything. Like it, because it really, because what it resulted from is me never being internally happy. And so when my dad died and everything, uh, I inherited a life insurance policy. So I continued testing. I used that money for like testing everything, like te uh, doing different mentorships, doing different programs. That's actually on how I uh, paid for the mentorship with Cole. Uh, it was through that because like I've, I've always been searching for what is actually going to make me happy. Hmm. And it's because, I mean, I've tested... I don't even know how many mentorships I've tested or different programs, but needless to say, it's, uh, it's what's powerful about, especially like right now in this moment is because, uh, well, one, I ended up blowing through all of that testing for everything, testing different like businesses, mentorships and everything. And what it really showed me is it was this last, uh, November, when I actually went flat broke because I was investing in Forex with an investor out of San Francisco. And needless to say, uh, he still owes me about 30 grand. And when you're flat broke and, and you know 30 grand's out there, that's, that's a good sum of money that would be greatly was. appreciated at this point. Uh, but 
back in, it was, yeah, I went flat broke in October of 2019. And uh, I ended up crashing my car not too long after that. And since my bank account was empty because I was expecting that check for 30 grand, my insurance payment didn't go through. And since my insurance payment didn't go through, they oh, didn't man. cover the car accident. So not only did I lose my car, and I also have to pay because the other party is actually suing me at this point. Uh, so I'm paying for that as well. But what was truly the defining moment of that right there is because that was in November of 2019, and that was my last uh, suicide attempt. And uh, it was, I mean, I was straight up transparent with you right now. I had a gun to my head, and uh, I asked myself the question, like, Aaron, why do you want to die right now? And I couldn't answer it. And I said, then I asked myself a follow-up question. If you don't know why you want to die, why do you want to live? And then that's when I uh, understood, like, uh, had, like, flashbacks to where, okay, what if people constantly told me? What if people constantly told me that I'm good at? And that's when uh, I was thinking, like, when I when people have asked me, why aren't you on stage? Why uh, you have a speaking voice? You have a voice for speaking. You have a voice for acting. And prior to that, I was already in uh, two films uh, for acting. Uh, one was a music video, and the other one I was an extra in a bar scene. And that's uh, the film is called The Dirt Merchants, and the music video is called Destinova. Uh, but it really it really made me understand the power uh, that I have within the power of my purpose and understanding my altruistic value. Cause I remember uh, Ty uh, Lopez saying all the time, like find your altruistic value. And if you can get up every day and do that, then do it. And when uh, I was at the verge of my last suicide attempt, it made me think of like Aaron, you have a voice, you have the mindset to overcome everything. Think about everything that you've overcame in the past. Yeah, you had to fly solo, but you've had to figure out everything as you go along. And that's when I launched my uh, last, or my uh, brand, my personal brand, it's called Daily Dwarf Life. And it's based on, yes, there's physical differences, but the only restraining factor is the mind. Because if you that's can think about it so in the true. mind, yeah, it's like, it's, I mean, granted, I'm not perfect right now with that, but it's like understanding everything that I have done in the past, uh, like that have, that's required me to become really creative because one great analogy that I think about with this is eight plus one equals nine, right? So does two plus seven, five plus four, three plus six meaning there's many different roads to overcoming the circumstance. You just got to get creative and kick yourself in the ass and go for it. That's so true. Okay. So I want to ask you a couple of questions about, and I was, I was taking notes here as I'm looking down. That's why I just don't, I was, I didn't want to interrupt your story. Cause it was like, I don't know about all of you guys listening, but I was, I was like mesmerized. I knew bits and pieces of it, but not the whole thing. So first and foremost, dude, like, I'm just happy you're here right now. I, I mean, I know since we've met, you know, we, we talk on occasion, maybe not a ton, but um, 
Yeah. A, thank you for being on. B, thank you for being vulnerable. I think most people listen, like if you're listening to this or you're watching this, you know, you probably haven't had to go through the same thing he has, but I think there's a lot of lessons we can take away. And the first thing I want to ask you about is going all the way back to when you said you were in the wheelchair and you, you started getting other pencils. So something that you said struck me and I thought it was very interesting. You said I had to, I was always told I was never gonna be able to do anything by myself. Right. And I had to mm -hmm. learn that self-reliance. And it's interesting to me because most people, and, and I'll include myself and most people that I've talked to are sort of the opposite, right? Like we're taught, don't rely on anybody else. Only you can rely on yourself um, and, and don't have that trust. So it, it's almost a, a complete different, like you're coming from a, the opposite end of the spectrum, trying to find someplace in the middle from where most people are. So like, did you notice that? Like, did you know, so you, you said that you had to rely on, a lot on yourself. So I guess my question is mm -hmm. like, did you notice that no one cared because they were so focused on themselves? Did no one care because they wanted you to, to figure it out yourself? Like, what was your feeling from that situation, or, you know, or that time, I should say, um, in, in that? And, and, and then secondary to that is, you know, what, what was the mindset that you had to envelop for yourself to say, listen, I can, I can do this myself to literally overcome the programming that you're being fed. It, it really, like, understand, like, thinking about it from like a third person point of view. Uh, I was thinking about like, why are they not helping me? Why are they like, why does nobody want to actually like, reach out a hand? And it really struck me and also is uh, it was a thought that has empowered me for my brand now is like, they don't want to be seen as different for helping someone that's different. Mm. And cause like, uh, what, what it made me really made me think is like, they are so stuck in the mindset of being able to fit in. They don't want to be caught helping somebody that sticks out. So it really made me understand it more so also from like, in a sense, think about it from like their perspective, uh, that they're so insecure that they don't want to help somebody that's different because they don't want to be get judged for their insecurities. Wow. Okay. And that's thinking about it from like that point of view is I, I mean, I've only been able to like think about it, uh, that, like thinking back on it now. But in the moment, I mean, I was, uh, I was like, if I don't figure this out, it's not going to happen. So I think of it as, cause I, uh, I have a few, uh, well, physical accomplishments that I'm working on. I'll get into here in a second, but I think of it as like my playlist that I named it's uh ride or die. You either do it or it doesn't happen at all. So you got to either figure it out or don't expect others to be there for you. That's, that's interesting. It, it, to me, it's, it's just, it's very fascinating to come from like the, the complete opposite point of view, but, but you're right. Like so much of us not relying on other people is because we don't, for the same reason, by the way, I, I think at least my perspective is it's the same reason, you know, we, we, 
we do everything ourselves so that way we know it's the way we want it to be so that we don't stick out or so that we can blend in. So that's that's, that's a, an interesting point of view. And, and I want each and every one of you, but listen, whether whether you're listening or watching this and, and you, you know, you've done, you've looked at suicides directly in the face and, and won, hopefully, I will obviously, if you're listening to this, you did. Um, but, you know, if, if that's you or if you've never had that happen, either way, think about how, how are you approaching your life? What are you doing right now to fit in, um, to not stand out? And what can you do to stand out? Because I think too often, more often than not, and I, this is totally true, you said, hey, um, you know, I've been told I have, a, like you were in that music video, you were, you were in, in that, that extra scene, like, I, personally, your voice is awesome. Like it sounds like it has like a nice, deep, rich quality to it. And I think, you know, we, we judge us. I know I've been told that I have a good voice. I don't know. I think my voice sounds like terrible, like terrible to me, but I've been told that <laughs> by other people. Um, so, I, so I trust them, right? I, I have to take that. Um, but what I think is interesting is just understanding for each of us, what, what is it? And, and you, uh, what did you say? The, the altruist, your altruistic life. Um, so talk to me more about that. So obviously, you know, that was like this moment for you, like thinking about that, reflecting upon that. So what does that mean for you? Like what, what, I mean, has it changed your mindset on things? Has it changed anything? I mean, obviously it changed something for you, but like mm -hmm. to what degree has that? And then what is your altruistic? Like what, what are you trying to accomplish? That's giving you that bigger purpose. What my, what I see in our altruistic value is, is like the natural, your natural skill that you love doing that you could do every day on giving back on, uh, helping others on, uh, like Ty says it best. Uh, well, he talks about it in one of his, uh, I think it was 12 foundations or no, it's 67 steps. Like whatever you can do to tap dance out of bed and not even think about it being as work. So with me, uh, what I'm currently building is, well, one, my YouTube channel for Daily Dwarf Life. And also uh, on that, I'm in the process of obtaining sponsorships from brands to uh, do something, well, to break, well, I'm, I've been training, started this actually here recently. Because granted, my brand's been launched for a little bit now, but I actually just decided this here recently. Uh, it's it's a bike trail. It's called the Great Divide. It's 3,088 miles long, and the fastest it's ever been completed is in 37 days. And my goal for 2021 is to beat it, and I have to average 80 miles a day for 35 days straight on a bicycle. That's crazy. And being one that's one four foot tall, Two, I'm only going to be on a 20-inch bicycle. So, and three, I have a significant mechanical disadvantage. And the purpose behind it is is to more so break the like habit of the mindset. Because like, I mean, I'm sure you've heard the rumor of like uh, way back when when nobody thought you could break the four-minute mile. Mm -hmm. And now, once one person did it, everybody else has done it. So why not be the, uh, why not break a record in order to show one, yes, if you have physical disadvantages, you can still overcome regardless of whatever you're facing. And two, if I do it, literally nobody has an excuse for being physically disadvantaged. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So why, why that challenge specifically versus anything that you could have done? Uh, it's actually, I consider the challenge more so of a training than a challenge. Because one, yes, it's going to be a world record. But two, I'm going to be the first dwarf that's ever done it. And three, 
it's training for because I and I'm working it out right now. I don't have a set timeline. I know it's gonna happen 2021, uh, but I'm gonna be the first dwarf ever to climb Mount Everest, and that's where I, that's also where I uh, come back to naming my playlist "Ride or Die" is because I'm training right now, and basically if I don't train now, I will literally die later. So it's I mean it's one of those because like and they. The whole purpose behind this is because one, I've understood that uh, if I'm going to be actually leaving this world, it's going to be for something I'm actually going to be proud of and overcoming. Because on how many suicide attempts I've had, because I mean, going back to that, like one's from drugs, two's from uh, uh, alcohol, and then the other ten have been with a gun, uh, gun or no, the other nine have been gun with my head. So it's just like, it's more so in the aspect of like reminding myself what I'm capable of, what I can actually do. Cause I, and also to be able to say this, it's like, uh, what I can't remember his last name. Uh, his, I know his first name is Jesse, but he talks about building your life resume. Oh, Jesse uh, Isler. Yeah. Yes. Jesse Isler. Um, uh, He's he's if you guys aren't following him right now, I highly recommend you do it because he's all like he is huge on building your life resume, building your life that you can be proud of when you actually look back on it. Because if you guys go and interview somebody that's in like stuck in a nine to five, you're going to hear him talking about like, oh, I wish I would have done that. Oh, I wish I would have did this. Like at the end of the at the end of the day, what are you going to say you wish you did instead of what you did? Like that's, that's what I'm going for. And that's why I'm so driven right now to do what I want to do is because like, well, one, we have one life and we can either choose to live every day or we can uh, choose to just live once. It's, I mean, it's, you guys' choice and it's being one that struggled with suicide so much. I came so close to ending it. It, I mean, this is like, the power and the feeling behind uh, growing and living your altruistic value. Like when you guys find that with whatever it is, like first off, actually in order for you to guys to find it, like start journaling, like what do you want to do? What makes you the happiest? What is your desire like to do? Cause like there's so many people so miserable nowadays and it's, It's very, it's very depressing to see where some people are because you know you've been there and you know the darkness that they uh, walk through, but being the one that can be active, pull people out of that situation, that, that is where the power lies because everybody, everybody has a story. And I think of it like this, everybody in life writes a story. Very few publish their story. The ones that publish their story is read and criticized by the ones that didn't. But the <laughs> ones that publish their stories are the ones that actually are living their altruistic value and living their life. So the question is, like, are you going to be the one to publish your story? Because I already know I'm writing my bo uh, book right now. So it's, it's just a matter of you guys uh, understanding, like I said, your altruistic value, your purpose, and on how you can truly impact that's huge. That's huge. And so I would, I would love for each of you, if you're listening to this now, or you're watching this, um, drop a comment and, and let me know, like, what's that for you? Or if you haven't thought about it, I want you to think about it, go, go do that. So you mentioned, 
um, having a journal, what else has helped you sort of discover that for yourself? Is it just been the journaling? And if it's just journaling, like, is there a, a process or something that you think about? Is there a structure to yours or do you just get your thoughts out? Like, how has that worked for you? It's, it's worked in many different ways because I keep all of my old uh, journals. I actually have my first two uh, on the floor right next to me in, in, in a box. And do you ever uh, go back and read really, it? Yeah. It, it, it reminds me on where I came from. It reminds me the pain that I've already worked through. And it also, on top of that, the uh, it, it took me a while to actually figure out this, but when when you guys go back, because I mean, when I grew up, I was sexually abused for about three, three and a half years. And when I first started talking about that, I would always bawl and, and start crying. But when I started journaling about it, and then I started researching the aspect of journaling, when you write about uh, a painful memory, one, you're, you're in control of the entire event uh, when you're writing about it. And two, uh, when you write about it, you are uh, remembering the experience, but at the same time, you, you, when you journal about it, you detach the experience from the emotion. So mm -hmm. then it only is becoming a, it's only a memory at that point. And the emotion that holds you back no longer is there because you're in control. You're uh, therapeutically writing out that experience and it is freeing you. Cause that's, I mean, that is a huge, especially in the aspect of this, getting out of your own way, writing about all the pain that you've went through, writing about all the drug addictions, all the sexual abuse, all the breakups. Like, you guys, like nobody actually like realizes how much that holds them back until they start writing about it. And then the emotions start coming back. And when you, when the emotions come back, then that is when you're actually making the turning point and freeing yourself be, uh, between the memory and the emotion. Because that's, I mean, I had to write about my dad uh, passing away. And, and on top of that, it was my Christmas present to remove the bloodstained carpet. I had flashbacks for so long. And it wasn't until I went back and read my other journals like, hey, I was actually making good progress with this. Why not write about this? Hmm. So it's really showed me the path on detaching the emotion from the memory through writing. And so do you go back and, and review these on a frequent basis or only when you need to, or like, like, or do you make a point to, so that it's like the, the ongoing work? I'm curious. Uh, it kind of, it kind of depends. Like sometimes when I'm like uh, really down, I like to look back and see all the progress I have made. And mm -hmm. then once I see all the progress I have made, I'm like, Hey, you made it through this, so why are you overthinking this so much? You know, that's powerful. That's yeah. powerful. That's very cool. Okay, um, man. Yeah. So it's interesting. I was just thinking back to, I did for a while journal. I remember going back. I think my first one was 2012. Was what I wrote it, and I looked at it, and, and I remember like the things that I was writing about then. And I haven't gone through the same um, maybe emotional trauma that you have, but just looking back at what was my trauma for me at that time, um, you know, it was like man, like that. And it seems so small and insignificant uh, when I look back. And so I, I think that's a, a powerful exercise. I don't do it often enough to go back. So that's why I was curious to know, like, you know, was it was it ongoing? So. <clears throat> 
Okay, so you know you, you've kind of gone through all this, and you know you've reached this realization now that hey, like you know I, I, I'm going to be here. I'm going to rock this. I've I've set a massive goal for you to to overcome two massive goals actually. Um, and mm-hmm. you, you know what do they call it? oh BHAGs, big hairy audacious goals. Um, you, <laughs> you, you got two of those rolling, and you know you, you've got oh, this yeah. process. And so what does um, what does moving forward look like for you in saying and making sure that you're saying to yourself, Hey, like I've set these paths and this is going to be hard. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to take everything that I have to make these things happen. What, um, you know, is there something that you've done to help yourself get out of your own way and saying, I can do this versus, Hey, like I, there's one thing to say, I want to, and then there's stuff to say, I can, like, even like, even your goal of just riding, you know, riding that, that bike ride. Right. And, and that for me would be like, man, can I, can I even do that? Not even like the want part, but just would it even physically be possible for me to do that? And so I would imagine you have to continue to tell yourself something, some sort of mental fortitude or exercise or whatever to, to do that. So what does that look like for you? I look at it as like this. I, I know where I end up when I give up. And that is down the, when I've, uh, focus on the aspect of giving up uh, and the pain. Uh, I know I'm my own worst enemy and I know the path that uh, I'm going to go down. And I use that as a reminder because uh, everybody that I'm currently like, like being one that is such like a deep thinker and overthinker, I uh, exclude my own uh, value in situations. I don't necessarily consider it at times cons- like important in situations, but when I get like the feedback and understanding like, hey, I actually have a purpose in this. I actually am impacting through this. Like that is what keeps me going because I'm one that overthinks. I'm one that has anxiety. I'm one that has a depression. And all that happens when I give up. So if I, I always tell myself, I'm like, if you're going to quit, just go ahead and pull the trigger. And that, wow, that hit me. See, it still, <laughs> that it still hits me deep. So like, I know, like I said, where I end up every time uh, I give up and if I keep going, I don't know exactly where I'm going to end up, but I'm curious where the destination is. So that is uh, what drives me and what's been driving me for doing this. Cause it's, like I said, it's not been easy. I still have my struggles now. I still have like, I mean, it's still like a roller coaster all the time right now. But at the same time, I realized where I came from. I realized everything that I've overcome. I realized the direction that I'm going and with what I'm currently creating. So, yeah, it's still hard at times, but uh, it reminds me that I need to keep going because, like I said, if I stop, I know I know exactly where I'm going to end up. That's, that's true. That's so true. And look, I mean, at the end of the day, we all have our struggles, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and we all look, we all face these things every single day. And for each of us, it's a little bit different, but I think you're, you're absolutely right. Like we know what the end result is. The only thing that we don't know is what was the journey before we got to that end result. Um, and I think, mm-hmm. I think to me, it sounds like at least, you know, you're saying, Hey, I'm going to make this journey the best I possibly freaking can, no matter what. Um, and, and almost maybe in spite of everything else which I think is, is exactly. cool. 
I, I think if more people had that attitude, had that mentality of like, yeah, I could do this. And, and, and it may not even, it does not even necessarily tying it back to suicide per se, but even just like, yeah, I could just be average. I could just, you know, go get a nine to five and be fine with that. I could just live uh, mediocrity if I wanted to. Um, but I could also do something more in spite of everything that I was given, in spite of everything. I was having a conversation the other night with um, my business partner and, you know, we talk about life choices and so much of the choices that we make are influenced by those around us. And so my question for you, my next question for you is, you know, you, you had to, um, to develop the self-reliance. Um, whereas, like I said before, most of us are learning to say we have to accept help. Um, do you think that that self-reliance that you had, to, that you were forced to develop for yourself, um, has given you this drive that you have now? I mean, does it play a part in it at all? Or do you just say like, or, 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 or do you, or not? I'm, I'm curious. Oh yeah. Most, most definitely. It's like, cause when, when I can remember that there was a time when, uh, I could wake up but I couldn't even get out of bed to go to the bathroom by myself. Uh, you realize how important the small things are. So you always have, I, I always personally have to, like, I realize like, if I don't do this in this moment, it is not going to get done. And that's where I've carried, I mean, I only weigh 115 pounds and I've had to carry 120 pound air conditioners upstairs, uh, 140 pound engine cranes in my car. Like I literally get myself in the mindset. It's like, well, if you don't do it right now, this is literally not going to happen because there's nobody that you can call for help. And when you realize that there's nobody that you can call for help, uh, it really, uh, takes your creativity on accomplishing the current tasks to a whole new level. And also on your, on, uh, on top of that, it's like when I'm going to be riding through the mountains, uh, this coming year, when I'm, when I'm, uh, completing the great divide, I'm going to be literally the only one around for quite a few hundred miles. So it's going to be like, if I don't do this or if I have an issue, help's not coming. Right. So thinking about it like that makes me think about my, uh, mindset. I'm like, if you don't do this, you're going to die trying. Like literally could. <laughs> yeah. That's where next year I'm going to be doing two things where if I don't do this now, I'm literally going to die trying. So awesome. it's, it, it really, it's really more so the, the personal kick to yourself that you need because you know where you, what's going to happen if you don't figure it out. Very, very true. So, um, Okay, so you so you've got your new personal brand that you're building for yourself. Um, what do you see for that? Like, what's your aspirations there? And 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 how did you, you know, how did you how did you take your mindset again? Coming back to getting out of your own way, how did you take your mindset and say, yeah, like even aside from these these great challenges that you've set for yourself, um, obviously, you know, you want to build this for you. What was the, the the thing that you had to get out of your own way to say, yeah, I can go build this brand and I can I can talk about these things out there, um, and and just be me and let people know and inspire them. The because after getting all the finally finally listening, uh, after not li just listening but understanding all the feedback that I've gotten throughout all 
uh, throughout all the things I've done in my life. Cause I mean, I get, I get told quite often that dude, you're really outgoing. You're, you're really funny, dude. You have a great voice. So it's more so just by combining everything. Cause I'm going to have a lot of, well, funny content on there as well. Like one of them, I'll give you a little surprise on it. It's going <laughs> to be me. Uh, cause I'm building a Subaru Impreza right now. And what I'm working on figuring out how I can do it is importing it to Ireland and I'm going to be flying into the country dressed as a leprechaun. So. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> All right. Can't wait to see this. This should be good. <laughs> so it's just like, and going off of that, it's, it's more so like, yes, I have physical differences, but at the same time, I'm embracing those physical differences because I mean, some people think of it as a disadvantage. I mean, I think of it as an advantage because one, I stick out instead of fit in. And two, I'm, uh, cause once, cause like one of the funny things that uh, used to irritate me was when people come to me and call me a midget. Uh, cause that's technically the disrespectful and racist term, but it's like, but now it's like, great. You've identified yourself as not being educated on the term. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, I'm not trying to be like disrespectful in that part, but it's like more so it's just like, it's, it's actually interesting with words themselves. It's that we are the ones that give power to the word on how they affect us. So, so why true. should I give somebody else my power uh, just because they are uneducated on a terminology and have never been corrected. So it's just like, I mean, yeah, I get called that all the time. But at the same time, at the same time, now I look at, I'm like, cool. You've identified that I'm different than you. <laughs> High five, bro. High five. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> it's, funny it's funny. With, so uh, like, oh, go ahead. Uh, with like people, cause they like take my picture and everything because I'm a dwarf. And I, I, I mean, I could easily point out exactly who's taking my picture and I walk up to him like, that'd be $20. <laughs> and they're like oh, oh crap what yeah it's uh, like it's about more so embracing your physical differences and leveraging them because so many people are so insecure about everything and this is like i i want to be the image to show what it's like when you fully embrace them and on how and the happiness that can prevail i get it man i get it i to, to a certain extent i mean obviously not obviously i'm not you know i'm not a dwarf but um i was one of only two people in my entire school of 2000 growing up that had red hair um and it's not exactly like it's kind of red it's like really freaking red <laughs> uh and so you know it, it was always a thing that, that made me stand out and i remember there was, there was a time in high school where it was like um you know i was like man i just wish i wasn't this way and then i slowly started to realize like this is what gives me my power it's what stands out so like even my company now, like my primary company where everything I run through is called Redhead Ventures. Like I, I dive in with like all in with it, right? Like just own it. Like you, the same, same as you, I think like, Hey, like this is a thing. It's what makes me stand out. It's what's going to make me different. And I'm going to own it a hundred percent of the way. And so I, I challenge each and every one of you watching or listening to this, what makes you different? How can you stand yourself out and, and get there? Because look, you know, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and there's, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, or even hundreds of thousands of people in the same niche as you. And so I've been saying this for the last two years. The only thing that differentiates the person in your niche from you is you. 
Like you have to be the difference in, in that because they can copy everything else, but they can't copy that. They can't take that away from you. So be you own it exactly. and, and roll forward. So I think that's exactly what you're doing, which is, you know, that's huge. So awesome, man. Well, th th seriously, this has been a great interview. I feel like we could probably go on for a whole lot longer if we really wanted to. Um, oh, yeah. But I do want to respect. I want to be respectful of everyone's time. You know, they, they log in looking for for a, for a time limit. So uh, maybe we'll have to do another conversation. Um, I definitely want to know more oh, about yeah. like I, I want to see like when you ride, when you go on that ride, everything. Like so, um, and, and I'm sure that there's other people that are listening and watching this are gonna want to check you out too. So where can people follow you, get a hold of you, check you out, and see your stuff if they want to? Uh, both my Instagram and Facebook is Aaron Jackson uh, forty one twelve, and then my YouTube channel is Daily Dwarf Life. Dude, Daily Dwarf. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, that's a freaking fantastic name. Like, because it's just like it sticks, right? And like I said, I think like. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I had you on because I like I know you and like I was like, man, like just our interactions. I was like, I think you would be a fantastic guest for people to learn from. So I'm so excited you were here. Um, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your story. Oh, yeah. I know for a lot of people that they would definitely never do that. And, um, you know, sometimes we're even taught hide that. But again, I think that's what makes you even more powerful um, as a human being is just standing out and saying, look, this is my this is, my shit's my shit and I'm going to own it. But guess what? We're going to be better. Oh yeah, thank you so much for having me because it's like it's because also when you share your story, your story becomes disempowering and controlling you, but it becomes empowering for uh, encouraging others. And I I've understood that fully, and that's that's why I mean like because I I I'll be fully transparent anytime and every time, uh, just to encourage others to open up the light to themselves. Dude, fantastic, fantastic. Um, well, uh, everyone, if you've been watching or listening, thank you. Uh, please make sure you go check out Aaron. I'm sure he'd appreciate it. And obviously, I think we all want to know uh, and see that this is this is happening, where it's going, what's, what's happening and all that, which is awesome. Uh, as always, make sure you subscribe, rate, review this channel. Um, if, you're, uh, have, if you're listening on the podcast, go to, to YouTube and check it out. Um, we have, obviously, live video as well. Uh, if you're on the YouTube, you can also get this on podcast. Uh, for any show notes, uh, any information, links, things like that, we'll make sure we drop those in the show notes so go to the site check those out and we'll see you guys on another episode of the get out of your own way now show thank you so much again i'm bob mcintosh and this is aaron uh, jackson thank you so much for being here man have a great day each and every one of you take it easy thank you guys this podcast is sponsored by three degrees consulting if you need funnels websites paid ads management or help with any of your digital marketing three degrees consulting is your go-to source for everything check them out at www.go3dc.com that's g-o the number three d is in degrees c is in consulting.com go check them out right now